0: Kimberly Smith Austin and welcome to the made to inspire podcast. I am here today with the wonderful, awesome, and amazing Misty Kerrigan. Hey Misty. Hey y'all. Welcome back my friends. By now you have enjoyed the last month of the better business series. It's over. Yeah. But you know what? It was just the beginning. And all things come to an end, but when you know that it's the beginning, there's excitement ready for what's ahead. So today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about, kind of recap what we've gone through over the last four weeks with our amazing guest. You all may recall, we had Lauren Fogelman, we had Unplug Marketing, Michael Silvers, and Bram Shank. So we're going to give you a little recap of those last four weeks, bring you back to speed and then get you going with our better business class that we're going to be offering. So Misty, why don't you get us
1: started? What are we talking about? So what we wanted to do, guys, is we wanted to break down each episode, but we wanted to give our spin on it, let you know kind of what we got, and where we've already started to apply some of the nuggets that we got from our experts. So let's start at the beginning. Does everyone remember Lauren? Lauren?
0: Yes. Lauren was
1: all about the value, 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 value. Said all about the base, all about the value. She was taking us from that hourly sort of thinking when sometimes it comes to the company to the value sort of thinking and helping us with some ways to increase pricing while decreasing time.
0: Yes, that's fire right there. You know, and I think in today's marketplace, Misty, and I'm sure you'll agree. Oftentimes, when you encounter an entrepreneur or a business, pricing is one of the major questions, issue that everyone deals with. How much do I charge? How much is too much? How much is too little? What is that right price? And I believe Lauren did a great job of really helping people see the value of value pricing.
1: Kimberly, it's so funny you say that. I was talking to a friend, and she has this amazing training where she helps people in school districts, understand how to work better with their challenging students and with mental health. And she has a phenomenal way of doing that. And she was going to charge $8,000. She thought that that was crazy. So she put up her bid for $8,000. Solid program. Already has been doing it for a couple of years. Um, but she lost the bid. Guess why?
0: Price too low.
1: Way too low. The company that came in and got it, six figures. for one year to do almost equivalent training, but she just undervalued herself and came in so low that they didn't even take her seriously.
0: You know, and I've seen that all too often in the marketplace. And it's one of those things where when people don't know, they don't know You know, I think there's lack of confidence when you first start off in the industry, in the marketplace, whether you're coaching, consulting, or providing some sort of training, you're like, I don't know, this sounds like a good price. I think I'm worth. But when you really start looking at what's around you, which is why I believe it's extremely important to always do your research, Mm. always do benchmarking so that you know what the marketplace will bear. Now, keep in mind, in today's marketplace, we are also looking at a virtual marketplace. So although your local environment may only call for a certain dollar, what is the world doing? Because we are virtual now. Yes, we are virtual. And knowing that, we want to price ourselves accordingly.
1: Kimberly, that is so true. And I remember Lauren kind of inspired us to higher our rates when it comes to one-on-one, but really give a good value in that group rates. I know Lauren was doing the same thing where she didn't want to price herself out of some people that may not be able to afford her one-on-one. So she created those middle products where people can still utilize her talents, but she wouldn't spend a lot of time. She would get to come in one group one time and then start to walk people through kind of what she did when she was doing the other coaching, but maybe hit that other price market. So when you're doing the value, you don't have to leave people out. You could really look at where are my value points. Yes. And I know it really helped us with our value conversation because then you don't have to sell. If you are giving someone huge amounts of value and it's something they need, they're going to want to pay that. And we found so many times that if you undersell yourself, People think that your, your value, it's not there and it's not worth the price no matter how low it is. It's kind of the difference between do you shop at the dollar store, Target, or uh, what's a high-end store? Ne- Neiman Marcus. Neiman Marcus.
0: <laughs> Neiman Marcus,
1: yes. So where are your pricing values based on those and what kind of shoppers are you looking for?
0: So important. And, I'll, and I challenge you all again to really think about that. What are you offering? How much is it worth in the marketplace? And then how can you position yourself to be deemed the trusted advisor, the trusted resource with that particular product? One of the things Misty just said, and I thought it was brilliant, Misty, talking about group coaching, group group pricing, because I think there's a difference. There's one-on-one and there's group coaching. And when you think about the product and or service that you offer, you're going to always get more in a group environment. One-to-one or one-to-many is what they call it in the marketplace. One-to-many, you can serve 10 people and double, triple your rate as opposed to one-on-one, that same one hour. And I learned that years ago in my business when I was doing my coaching, wellness coaching business. And I said, wait, I can do more with less time, the same time, in fact. And it allowed me to really revamp my pricing.
1: I love that. another, one of the last points, I know we got a few more to get to, but I really love this because Lauren was teaching us about something that you already do. And that was, and I suggest to our listeners that are able to do this in their business, bundling. Yeah. So when you're able to bundle, you're going to create way more value. And then if people could see the value in your bundle and that price point is low in the sense of what the value is, they're just going to jump right on that. And so I know through some of your other programs, you'll offer the fitness and the food and the the working out and coming to the run club and waking up in the morning and working out and the bike club. So you have all these different things that are bundled into literally just helping people with their fitness and what they're eating.
0: Yes. And, you know, and I think about here at Made to Inspire, even our program in Misty, we've done the same thing. We started offering bundles and throwing in bonuses. That's a nugget I want to offer you guys today. When you're doing your pricing, think about what other bonuses can you add to that doesn't take away what you're offering, but would add value to your end user. And that's something we've done. We have a mindset and movement course, but then we added a habits coaching segment for free, you know, and that was a bonus to our client because we know that that habits was so important in the mindset and movement that allow them to go to the next level. So there's so many different strategies and techniques you can do when it comes to pricing. But always start with the research, always evaluate who you are and what you bring to the marketplace and look at the value price approach.
1: Ooh, I love it. Well, that led us to our next episode. I've been getting a lot of questions lately about marketing and about social media and about advertising. It's kind of funny how it all blends in and people have been asking for more. We'll see where that's gonna take us, right? A little more yes. when it comes to marketing. And I wanna talk about our Unplugged girls, or Unplugged ladies, if yeah. you will, with uh, Sarah and Kristen and what they were able to, to bring. And I don't know if you know, but these guys are blown up TikTok right now. Um, we They came in, they gave us some tips, even just how to take some pictures with the lighting and how to create a small studio and they, Like they promised, they already uploaded videos showing us exactly what to buy. they literally walking through the store, buying it, how to get it home and set it up, and then taking those pictures, especially if you have a product or a book or something that you just really want to showcase. Because just like when you go to a restaurant and you eat with your eyes, when you're social media and you're out there on the virtual platform, we shop with our eyes.
0: Sure. Absolutely. No, uh, Kristen and Sarah were absolutely maggots. They're gems to our podcast. I love their energy. We work with them personally, guys. If you see our social media, you see pictures and different things, they are the team that we depend on for a lot of our social media, our photos, things of that nature. So to add to your point, Misty, I think what they've done is not only have they taught us or verbally taught us what to do, they're showing us by way of their reels and TikToks and things of that nature, which are tactics that they recommended we implement in our businesses. So if you're looking to grow, start taking on some of those things. Now, I'll tell you, I just started my little TikTok journey. Not that great yet, (laughs) but I'm putting a few things up there because I recognize that's where people find you. My first little TikTok got over 500 views. I'm excited about it because, again, it wasn't something that I currently use. And it's also something that, you know, I'm testing to see. And when it comes to social media, you have to find that place that's best for you. As you know, there are 55,000 social media platforms out there. But what works best for you, for your industry that you're serving, for the audience that you're serving? Where, Where are they? Are they on Facebook? Are they the 40 plus group or Are they the teen, young adult group? And you're going to find them on IG and TikTok. You have to really take that time to do the research. Again, you'll notice I say research. We're research people. So we'll always send you back to the research. Go do the research. Find out where they are and then invest the time in doing it. And that's one of the things that we heard throughout was just being consistent in your practices so that when you show up, you go up. People are looking for you. They're watching your content and they're really excited about what you're bringing to that space.
1: I appreciate the consistency. And I just want to give a shout out to us because speaking of consistency, what show number are we on?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> is it 22, 23?
1: It is 22.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: They say that most podcasters only last six to seven episodes and then people get bored because it turns out it's more than just showing up and talking. Who knew?
0: (laughs) There is work here, friends. So if you're (laughs) thinking about adding a podcast, think hard. But you know what? It's possible because we show up week after week because we want to give you quality content. We want to inspire you to take action, to build your business, to grow, to become everything that your heart desires.
1: And this episode is coming out on a specific day because what we learned about consistency and that was important to us to be able to keep you guys, these coming out weekly. Hopefully you're getting the tips. Every week I get a new text or we get a new uh, social media from someone that we haven't talked to in a while or someone new saying, hey, this is really great. Thank you for the content. And then we'll be in our Toastmasters and someone will quote us. I think that's the <laughs> funnest thing in the world to be like. I know who said that. <laughs> yeah. So that's- we are super excited. We love you guys. Please follow, like, um, send us messages. It's one of my favorite things to get. But definitely one of the lessons we learned about social media is you have to stay consistent. We even created a marketing plan. We recommend that you guys do the same. But we meet. We're purpose purposeful. Be purposeful in what it is that you're posting, especially if it's business related and you're sticking to your your branding or your lifestyle branding. Just show up and be authentic, but you also got to be purposeful. And that may take a little more time than just, this is what I'm eating tonight.
0: You know, if I can add to that, I think that's an excellent point because being purposeful, being consistent means you need to plan, right? It goes back to planning out that, that social media content. And one of the things that we do and each of us do independently as well is on Sundays, that's my day to review, that's my day to plan. What's that next week going to look like? And when I do that, I can pull my passion inside of it, right? Because I know this week, okay, I have a theme. I'm a theme-based girl and I like to have a theme for the week, for the month so that when my social media does hit the world, it's coming through with authenticity, it's coming through with passion, it's consistent and you all are loving us. So those are things to think about as you continue working on and building your social media, social media content plan
1: and your platform. And there's lots of great templates out there. Unplugged themselves even offers one. Pinterest is a treasure trove of anything you might need when it comes to a template. But the last thing I want to kind of say and Unplugged really inspired us with it is have fun. These ladies are fun. If you're around them, they're contagious. Their photo shoots are always fun, but they really bring that element of love what you do, be passionate about it. And at the end of the day, yes, it's work, but if you're loving what you're doing, it's not going to be as as hard as showing up to somewhere you don't want to be.
0: That's right. And you know, you made a great point. When you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, never work a day in your life. And so, you know, and and, you know, you've got to strategize and all that fun stuff, but it becomes very minor because you're passionate, you're excited about it. So Misty, I'm going to switch gears on you just a little bit. Now, the next week we brought in Michael Silvers, but I'm going to leave him to last only because the content of his material, mastermind and mentoring, really next level, what I like to call it material. So I'm going to bring it last, but I want to bring Brom Shake. Brahm with carbon consulting. <laughs> Brahm and I, we we work together on a weekly basis. He's worked with Misty and I, and he is a rock star. He is a up-and-coming young adult that's making an impact in the marketplace.
1: Brahm is a genius. I'm just gonna yeah. set that right
0: there. I think she's got a Brahm crush, guys.
1: We Love you, Brahm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, when we think about Brahm and what the material he talks a lot about is digital marketing and virtual, getting your business in the virtual marketplace. Let me say this. We just spent the last 12 months in a pandemic, global pandemic, with isolation at home, unlike anything we've ever encountered in our marketplace. A lot of businesses lost. They closed doors. But at that same time, a lot of operations, they were able to pivot. Yes, keyword in 2020, pivot so they can figure out what exactly do I need to do to keep my business alive? And what they did, they went virtual, they went digital, they went online, whichever word you choose to use. But they realized there was value to shift, even if there were a brick and mortar. Because as I said on that show, brick and mortar is now click and order. Now, not to say that all brick and mortar have gone away and they no longer exist, but I think any sound business will think about, how do I diversify? Not all of my eggs in one basket in this brick and mortar, but let me get online. We saw the shift with Target and Walmart and other companies who did it well before the pandemic. Best Buy, yes. And some companies even decided, I don't want brick and mortar. I'm going all online. So tremendous success. And when you listen to that show, I'm sure you've got tons of value. You took away a lot of things, but Misty, what did you take away from Brahm's comment show pieces?
1: I love Brom's thing on, How, back to the theme of have fun with it, research it, just dive in. And he said, play with the technology, just get on there and test it out. Don't have to read like the Encyclopedia Britannica's to get it and get really good at it, like jump on there, which is funny because Kimberly makes me do that all the time. Like when I'm doing, I'm learning Instagram and she'll be like, okay, turn on your computer, do this. And I'm like, can you just do it? She's like, yeah, I could do it in two seconds, but you can't. So let's learn. And learning, you're going to learn when you're hands-on and you're going to have fun with it. Anything that we do is new. I remember when MySpace came out and I was learning how to put my background and add my tunes and then all of a sudden it went away, and everyone was on Facebook. And then I was learning, well, how do I connect with my friends? And then Instagram. I was learning how do I take better pictures? And TikTok, the dance. And right now we dove, and we're on Clubhouse, and I'm yes. having a blast on Clubhouse. Getting it's like having podcasts all the time, and experts. Just I could wake up and go to sleep to experts. So don't be scared of it. What I learned for Brahm is it's nothing to fear. It's ever changing. And the question of the day was, where is your industry going to be a year from now? And where is your industry going to be five years from now? And are you already pivoting? Oh, that blew me away.
0: And, you know, I think even to that, Missy, not only knowing where your industry is, but where do you want to go? Because Mm -hmm. if your industry is going in a direction that you don't want to go, it's time for you to pivot and shift, you know, jump ship or It's time for you to say, what do I need to do? What skills do I need to develop to ensure that I'm ready for that upcoming trend? And I think that is huge, especially in the virtual marketplace. Technology is changing every single day. Let me tell you, Zoom right here. We're on Zoom. Zoom has made so many updates. I was a Zoom expert. I did classes online. Zoom knew it, had it. And every week I'm like, "Ah, I can't find this. Where do I go? Where, Where is it? I feel like a beginner, but that's the what technology. That's the rate of change in technology. And so, although yes, we need to be building our businesses, but we have to make that time to not only work in the business but work on the business. And that is enhancing our skill set in the virtual platform, in the digital space, in the social media, and with our pricing. So and we got a lot.
1: Sorry to jump in, I got excited because when you start something, that's when you start to get better. So we started this podcast almost, oh my gosh, 22 weeks ago, 25 weeks ago. I know we started a little one before that. And then we jumped over to our platform, but we, what we have now is not what we started with as we get to going, we're like, oh my gosh, what if we came with this intro? What if we exited with that? Oh, what if we gave out a, a learning list? Yes. Uh, it's cool. What if we gave out this and we add more and more, we even upped our game this month and our marketing of our podcast. And I can't yes. wait to see if we're going to be a year from now, but if we would have waited for that moment for everything to be in place, we wouldn't have ever started because it would have been overwhelming. So because we started, we get better every day.
0: That's right. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> right. Exactly. With, with the commitment to get better and you said it best you know it's the start that stops most people so regardless of where you are right now if in your heart of hearts there is a desire to build to rebuild or just to launch your business don't be afraid in fact one of the things we have for you as a resource is i turning your ideas into income turning your ideas into income in 30 days we have a free resource that we're going to re-upload we talked about it in a previous show but we want to bring it back to you because we know not only is it just taking those basic ideas but there's some critical steps with helping you evaluate your target market deciding on how you want to pivot and position yourself so that you can have success fear is what holds most of us back fear false expectations appearing real yes fear is real but like i say all the time you have a decision are you going to let fear take over and take the steering wheel in your car? No, you can let it in the back seat, but not in the car, not at the steering wheel. You drive your car. You decide where you want to take your business and get yourself a team. Folks are going to work with you. They're going to help you grow your business and take it to that next level. It's possible. Just got to make the decision.
1: Man, Kimberly, you're inspiring me. I'm like, Yes. <laughs> If you're all not inspired, I don't know what's going to inspire you guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good stuff. So tell us about Michael. I know you and Michael have a personal relationship and have
1: been for years. All of this stuff. Seven years. Me and Michael were just talking about it the other day. Uh, What I appreciate about Michael is he's the same way you are. Whenever I don't want to do something, like he was the first time I got on stage. and and spoke where I was out of my comfort zone because I could train mental health all day and stages and getting on and training. That doesn't bother me. But when you switch into something new when you're on stage, even as extroverts have a little bit of fear. And it was Michael was the same thing. He's like, well, get up there and then we'll go from there. So you don't even have time to think about it. Mm -hmm. And Michael has this famous saying and it says that everyone needs three coaches, two mentors and a mastermind. Yes. And I bought into it. Uh, whether it's a fitness coach, a finance coach, all the, the, any anything you could think of, there's a coach out there for it. And we've met a few. We even know breathing coaches. We've had a few on the show. <laughs> we've had a lot of expert coaches on the show in their own right. We love coaches. And in some of the realms that we do, we are coaches. But the difference between a coach and a mentor is a mentor is someone who's been there, done that. A coach could kick you in the butt, but a mentor is where you want to be because they've already experienced what it is you want. So it's really finding those, those guys out there. Uh, so for instance, like my mentor in fitness is Kimberly cause she's where I want to be. And that's different than a coach. Now I could go get a coach and still have a mentor. And my favorite is a mastermind and we are behind the scenes right now developing one and I cannot wait till we get all those uh, puzzles into place because that mastermind is going to be fire. The oh, reason yeah. I have My first book, the reason that I am even jumping on stages to train or, or being what I want to be is because of masterminds. And if you don't know what a mastermind is, it kind of originated in think and grow rich. One of the best books to read, Napoleon Hill. And it literally kind of says, if you get together with two or more people, you're going to create something beyond yourself. And if you trust the process of a mastermind, and you're just steel sharpened steel, and you're around these phenomenal people, and you're there to serve them, and they're there to serve you, you can't help but make your dreams turn into realities. Yes, yes.
0: You know, there's so much power in that. When you think about anything that we do as a professional or even an individual, we need that, that mentor to come into our life. And some of us don't realize, but our parents were probably our first mentors, our first coaches, yes. and our first mastermind group. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they taught us. Our coaches are—I mean, they were there with our peers or our siblings, and it formed in that way. But then, as we developed and got older and started, you know, building strategy around our lives, we then stepped out and looked at that power. You know, I think I am where I am. Not think I know that I am where hmm. I am from mentors, from coaching, from mastermind. I am a prolific reader, so I'm constantly reading. I'm on the bookstore. So books are everywhere in my life. And so you think about that one-on-one, face-to-face conversation or by Zoom nowadays, but having someone to pour into you, someone there to encourage you, someone to inspire you, someone to push you. See, We operate in those veins in our business here, at Made to Inspire. We offer Mentoring, we offer coaching and mastermind. So, no matter where you are, what stage you're at, you've got to find someone who is going to be that resource for you. We know that you aren't where you want to be. You haven't arrived. No one's arrived. You've probably gotten to a really comfortable level in your life, but I believe that there's another, there's more, there's a next level. And in order to get there, we can't depend on our own laurels. We have to reach out and connect with other people. And there's nothing wrong with having three coaches because each of them serve in their respective rights. They bring something else to the table. Three mentors, two, I mean, I'm sorry, three, two, one. I messed that up. (laughs) They serve well.
1: The other thing I realized when um, me and Kimberly do our coaching, whether it's executive coaching or if it's employee coaching is they, coaches are able to offer an outside perspective, and just a view, even if I'm just mirroring something back to our clients, it's crazy because if you're sitting outside of it, you're like, oh my gosh, look, the water's purple. The water's purple. But if you're in the water, you don't, you can't see distinctly what color it is from outside of the water. So even though I'm outside coaching, I'm like, why don't they connect this? I don't understand. It's that mirroring back. And when they do connect something and they're able to utilize their own gifts, their own talents, their own, let me say said, um, laurels and morals to pull themselves out and get what it is they want. And at the end, they look at you and they're like, oh my God, thank you. And you're like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> like yes. you, you did everything you needed to do. You did the actions. And I think that's the most important part. A coach needs to inspire you to actions. They're not just there to talk, give you hugs, tell you you can do it. If you're not leaving coaching and executing something, get another coach.
0: Yes, yes. And, you know, that's what we're all about. Inspiration to action. It's so funny when Missy and I talk, we'll be going through various scenarios and then I go "What's the action. And she goes, (laughs) never fails. That's what we do. It's all about the action because, you know, dreams are just dreams. Goals are just goals, but nothing happens until you take the action. And that's just like knowledge. Knowledge is knowledge is power. Yes but not really in, 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 excuse me, when you actually put that power, that knowledge to action is when it makes a difference in your life. Oh. That's good stuff guys. Yeah. Learned. And you'll heard over the last month, we've had some powerful stuff and we want to only continue that more. So we have put together a better business course for you all that we know is going to take it to the next level. So we have these wonderful guests. And again, we want to take this moment to thank Lauren Fogelman to thank the Unplugged team, to thank Michael Silvers and Bram Shank for coming live with us on our podcast because they did share nuggets and wisdom and truths that will help you take your business to the next level. Now we're going to add to that. We're going to bring more resources, more tools for you. And what you'll have the opportunity to do is to click and join that waiting list. The class is coming here. We're going to be rolling out in at the end of March, early April but we want to put your name on the waiting list. If you are interested, make sure to check it out in the show notes and join the waiting list. They're going to be goodies. And yes, we have bonuses for you because that's what we like to do. But get ready. If you're ready to take that next step or take the leap and take your business, come join us for the Better Business Series.
1: If you love the Better Business Series and you wanna take a deeper dive into some of it, we are here for that deeper dive. That's what this new course is gonna be about is we got a lot of feedback that people still want more when it comes to marketing, advertising, taxes, how to set up your business. Uh, As we roll out a couple more businesses, I know that me and Kimberly have that conversation a lot of what's the difference between this? What if I live in this state? What if is an employee versus that? And these are a lot of good questions it would be amazing to have those answered and not be more confused when you Google something. So, I love hearing from people that just do it in their sleep, right? Like the yeah. experts, the tax experts, the um, how to form corporation experts. And whenever we need something, the first thing we go is, who do we know? Yes. Who do we know already doing this? And do we have that number in our phone so that we could just reach out, get some good advice, and then move forth? Because you're going to hear us say it all the time. Nothing is new under the sun. Do not reinvent the wheel. If something is working, take it and take it to that next level.
0: Yes. And you know what? You made a great point. You said, who do we know, which is the right tagline for where we're going next. We're going to spend a little time talking about networking, because there's some little saying that says your net worth is your net worth. So we want to talk through that next month or this next few weeks. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to bring on other experts. We're going to talk about some of the latest networking platforms like Clubhouse so that you guys can really get connected because, you know, they say it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. And that all happens through the process of networking. So get ready. We are so excited. There's so many resources out here for you and we want to bring them to you. So with that, we want to say there's something out there waiting for you.
1: Now go get it.
0: Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, inspire you. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.